Hi, this is Anas Heinrichsen from Blood Machines, and you are listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. Thank you for being a friend, Betty White. <laughs> You're listening to Thinking Outside. <laughs> thinking, thinking. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. Thanked all outside of it. I thanked my way all outside of it. With Juan, Gabe, and Doyle, bye. about this dude what uh we were talking about who cares about golden girls i love golden girls See, i really only got to watch like a couple episodes of it this show is funny it's a sitcom i've been we we it's on uh i'm recording now so but it's on uh hallmark i think at the end of the night and so we've literally been watching golden girls for like the last half a year just every every night I was going to watch some of them while we were here, but they, like, cost money on Prime. Oh, it's like, do they? It's, like, fucking 30 bucks a season, yeah, dude. It's because she just died. <laughs> no, I, it was probably that way before. It's, like, one of those things. Like, one thing that I think is really weird, and I know this doesn't really have anything to do with Golden Girls, but there's, like, so many shows that are in, like, syndication, like Sanford and Son, or I Love yeah. Lucy, or Bewitched, or The Golden Girls, or Frasier, mm-hmm. that for some fucking reason, they can play for 16 hours all afternoon on TV, but they can't let Prime just stream it? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, the fuck, man? Like... <laughs> I get it. You're trying to prop up like broadcast television, but like I'm not gonna watch Channel Two. I'm yeah. just watch something else. Like, <laughs> like, like I'm not gonna turn on the Preach TV. It. <laughs> like, they, I feel like if it's in syndication, you should be able to like come to some kind of agreement with with Amazon to stream it. Because if you're willing to let people just play hours and hours and hours of it on broadcast television, you're going to be making almost the exact same fucking amount probably, of money, probably. which is next to nothing. But I mean, like, I mean, right now they probably were like, yeah, we're not going to mess with it. People are going to watch it more than they have in the last two years. You know what I mean? But now doesn't count because right. you just – but like in general, I mean like – Now especially counts. But like leave it <laughs> principle like leave it to beaver like i guarantee you it's hard to find that without paying for it or like bewitched or i love lucy like that shit doesn't make any kind of sense like we all watched hours and hours of that shit like (laughs) i used to go home and watch like two hours of fucking Mm -hmm. 50 sitcoms every day like and now I, I do it like you. Like I said, I watch, I think we go to bed around nine and it's on. And then Frasier comes on at like midnight until like one. And then Golden Girls is on again after that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, on the way up here, I was talking with Doyle. My Friday nights were Tales from the Dark Side, Monsters, Star Trek, Star Trek TNG. Like, because every Friday those were in syndication. Right. Like. Tales from the Dark Side, I'm looking at dropping a couple hundred bucks on the, like, DVDs because it's out of print. Uh, Monsters, same deal. Um, TNG uh, or regular Star Trek, you have to pay for Paramount Plus to watch those. 
Like, but still, that's like, still though, too, it's like five bucks a month and I can watch all of it. Yeah. You know, like, just do that. Right. Just, I, I don't know. So, The Golden Girls is an American sitcom created by Susan Harris that aired on NBC from September 4th, 1985 to May 9th, 1992, with a total of about 180 half-hour episodes spanning seven seasons. With an ensemble cast starring B. Arthur, Betty White, Rue McClanahan, and Estelle Getty, the show is about four older women who share a home in Miami, Florida. When did... Yeah, I mean, when did when did that show end again? Uh, May 9th, nineteen ninety two was the last episode. So literally, what thirty years ago? Yeah, oh, right on the nose. Thirty years ago, Betty White retired from being an old person on television. <laughs> <laughs> like, how crazy is that? Like thirty years ago, she stopped being an old person on TV and just went to being like a, an old person, yeah. and then was just on TV for another thirty years. Like that's incredible, man. They were ready to keep going, but B. Arthur, who plays Dorothy, didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, of course she don't want to do it anymore. Isn't Estelle Getty like the youngest one? Yes. Yes. So she was, she had to go through two or three hours of makeup every single day they recorded, they filmed. To make her look older than everybody else? That's funny. You know how hard it is to beat off to the show. It is not <laughs> It is not what you want at the end of a night show. <laughs> Thank you for being Blanche. friend. <laughs> Blanche doesn't help you out? No. She's slutty, but... Mm. <laughs> she's like 70. Yeah, she's 70 and slutty. What does that say about the freaking crud up that's going on downstairs? Seven seven decades of whoring around. <laughs> so specifically, I said the last season, but that was just because we was the last season. Like nothing special about it, essentially. But I mean, they do tie up some things. Um, you know, obviously, B get Dorothy gets married again to some other dude, and you know, Rose has her fiance husband guy Dorothy. I mean, uh, Blanche gets kind of some peace with some of her family. So I mean, they tie up some loose ends. Um, but I feel like this season isn't really any different than all of the other seasons. They're very much formulaic. Well, and it's a very different like sitcoms were made in a very different way then than they are now. Like they did have like little touchstones of like continuous story, but not like they are now. Like Brooklyn Nine Nine from beginning to end has a story. You know, like if you miss an episode, like you miss part of the plot. And that's just not something they used to do with sitcoms back when this was on TV. So, like, there's not going to be anything different about the first episode than the last episode other than how much the crowd cheers when it's over, you know? <laughs> and the amount of on-screen estrogen. Well, it's pretty, it's pretty much significantly. By the time you're that old, you barely got anything left in the tab. <laughs> so... <laughs> So the there's not enough there's no critic score which is kind of weird um but it does have a 94% audience score. They're using BR as your reader to fight just fire that name of the show. What? Only you can prevent forest fires beyond a giant terrible uterine lining. <laughs> They're so ashy. Wow. 
So she. So apparently she didn't get along with uh, Betty White, which is kind of weird. Um, because Betty White was like the ham, and she would do a lot of interacting with the audience. And like anytime she fucked up, she'd talk to the studio audience. And I guess B. Arthur was like a stage woman. Like a, she did a lot of like plays and stuff, and so she didn't like that. I guess she was trying to be a lot more serious. Right. So, yeah, they didn't get along very well, apparently. I can see that. Like, you know, again, like the whole sitcom thing is just such a, it's such a different animal in like a lot of ways that if you think about somebody coming from a theater background into like a sitcom, where like if you fuck up, you stop, like and you do it all over again. Like, in theater, you fuck up. You keep going. Like, <laughs> look back. You just keep going or you're going to make an ass of yourself, you know? It's true. So it's just like one of those things that being from such totally different worlds, it's got to be kind of frustrating. What the fuck's going on? Uh, I accidentally tore one of my toenails. Okay. I'll go all of a sudden. And I'm like, <laughs> it's just a towel of blood. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of freaking out for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm real high on this. I don't. We haven't heard it. I don't know if Doyle watched any of that, but I don't know what Doyle's thoughts are on this show. I've seen it all. Woo! So slutty. It's old white women. <laughs> <laughs> so the fond of their breasts. I can't be helped. So uh, <laughs> she's dead because she's dead. <laughs> he's he's not here, man. I think he's asleep right now. I'm not. <laughs> So no, I, I just don't. I've never. I mean, honestly, I don't think the show for the era is that good. I think like really? most everything else on TV was just as good, if not better. And they're just old, man. Like if you were that old, I get. I see the jokes, but they, you see them coming eight miles away, like you would any other old ass thing. Like it's not moving fast at all. There's no pace. It's just, just like it's a joke every yeah, ten it's seconds. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so now turn the even older woman. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, like, it's not that good. So two two notes. One, you said so. I don't. I I have a weird like memory, so I don't know what was going on in the eighties that was catered because I feel like this was catered to a much older audience, whereas Seinfeld much like cause, which I think happens around the same time is not catered to that same audience. So what what do you because you mentioned it that it's not as good as what was happening around its time. What do you think was better than it? Bob Newhart. Yes. Bob Newhart was coming out at the same time a ton funnier. Cosby Show was oh, coming out. Cosby Show is good. Better, better show. That's the show uh, we can't speak of anymore. No, we can talk about it. We just can't just talk kidding. about what a shit Bill Cosby is. <laughs> um, no, actually, we can talk about that. We yeah, just can't, yeah, yeah. We can't talk about how many books about Jesus he endorsed. <laughs> I loved the Cosby Show. I think everybody did. What'd you say? We only take into consideration the ones that the pages don't stick together. Mid nineties. <laughs> oh Jesus! Sorry, I'm looking at some of the mid nineties sitcoms. And the, so, while you guys are doing that, my second question was going to be because I know that prior to Betty Rose dying, and I don't know if it stayed the same. That, Betty White. Uh, what I say, Betty Rose. Yeah, <laughs> Betty White. 
um, that they, Netflix had taken down some of the episodes that had like Confederate themes to them. Uh, oh yeah, because from Blanche. Uh, Blanche, yeah. Is that? She- how do you feel about shit like that going down? Like, do you think that it should? It shouldn't. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Just a product of the time to me. I mean, like, it's not. It's not right now, so why am I going to get mad at it? Like, it happened. Like, half the motherfuckers raising their fists at that, those scenes probably weren't even alive when the show fucking came out. <laughs> what year did it? Did they start making Golden Girls? It went from 85 to 92. Okay, so let's talk about a little bit of the sitcom TV that was happening between 85 and 92. Seinfeld. Friends. Oh, Friends. <laughs> Home Improvement, Roseanne, Married with Children, Fresh Prince, Family Matters, Everybody Loves Raymond, uh, Boy Meets World, News Radio, Ellen, Martin, Coach. Man, there's a lot of fucking sitcoms. Uh, Which one of them is worse than Golden Girls? None of them. None of them. Like Even Coach is better than Golden Girls. I didn't like Coach. You have to get into stuff like Step by Step and The Nanny and Mad About You. And I love Step by Step. Like (laughs) Murphy Brown, stuff like that. Like Golden, like I feel like Golden Girls is like right here. Like there's a lot of these like high level, like really intelligent, really funny, like hilariously written, like at least for the time, like sitcoms. You know, things like Martin and Ellen were like actually pretty revolutionary to like how we think about like pop culture. Black like started mattering. <laughs> and gay lives. Martin. Blacks and gays started mattering. So yes. I, I just did a quick search for best sitcoms and this is a quick twenties list. So number twenty is one day at a time, which I'd never heard of. Um number nineteen is Growing Pains. Yep. Mm-hmm. Number 18 is Family Matters. Okay. 17 is Who's the Boss? Debatable. 16 is Full House. 15, I 15 is Roseanne. 14 is Coach. 13 is Perfect Strangers. I, I, I only watched a couple things of that one. That seems super high on your list. Well, somebody likes Belky Bartokovic a little too much. Twelve is Family Ties. Bitch, watch. Okay. Eleven is Mama's Family. Okay. Ten is The Cosby Show. Okay. Nine is The Jeffersons. Sweet. Eight is Alf. Debatable. (laughs) (laughs) A little high. Seven is Three's Company. Okay. Six, six is Taxi. Uh, five is Night Court. I really liked Night Court. Oh, that's a lot high for Night Court, though. It is. Uh, four is New Heart. Uh, three is Cheers. Two is The Golden Girls. Yeah, I told you. And one is Mary with Children. No way is Golden Girls funnier than Cheers or Frasier. Frasier wasn't even on that list. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, Seinfeld's not on that list. No, that's, yeah, you're right. Dude, that's a skewed list. Like, all for part of it. Friends wasn't on the list. A ton of that list is from the 70s. 
like stuff like the Jeffersons and Mama's House. The fact that All in the Family is on isn't on that, but Mama's House is, yeah. leads me to believe that this is a poorly thought out list. <laughs> like I, I love the Jeffersons, but if you don't recognize Soap or All in the Family or fucking man or Seinfeld in a top twenty sitcom. Yeah. But then you put Golden Girls at number two. I'm sorry. Like, I like yeah. the Golden Girls, but they're never liked them. That's not, that's too much. <laughs> I'm going 82. Oof. I like it. I'm going to go 75. Oh, that's not too much. I'm on the 65s. Ooh, 65. I'm drinking this. <laughs> yeah. And I would fight. Betty White on site. <laughs> She's a corpse. <laughs> after after these last couple weeks, you would win. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. It was depressing to see a trailer for her birthday party the day before she died, though. Yeah. Like, I was at the theater. It's like, come celebrate Betty White's 100th birthday at the Cinemark. I was like, oh, that'll be fun. And then she's dead. <laughs> So we, it's kind of right in the middle. So we ranked it a 74. It falls above Star Trek Discovery and below Blood Machines. As long as it's below Blood Machines. <laughs> Honestly, it's below my dick. So I put my balls. Oh, buddy. On that note, be sure to check us out at TOTLP.com. Find us at Facebook.com slash Thingy. Like old permed hairdo. Jesus. So for my bed, well, cocking balls. <laughs> Give us a call on the Michael Kirk Memorial Hotline. I've heard that he does not age discriminate with midgets. Nope. Nope. Regulates every shade of that midget. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, what? What do you call? What do you call something that's golden and a girl and oh. very? Did he ask R. Kelly? A girl Ooh. and very small. Midget golden girls. Little golden girls. That's what he likes. Yeah. Little golden girls. <laughs> Her housewives of Beverly Hills. The shorter and the older, the better. Yeah. Anyway, give us a call 970-573-6148, the Michael Kirk Memorial Hotline. He, he loves the little golden girls. <laughs> Till next time. That sounds like a pedophile. I know. I feel bad saying it out loud. I'm Juan. I'm Doyle. <laughs> Bye. Tim's fucking... suspiciously not with us right now. <laughs> Doyle's asleep. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Thinking Outside the Sure to join us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a barren space production! Ah!